Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Arizona Cardinal coaching search day 357. No, just kidding. It's Johnny Venable. It's Bo Brock here on the PHNX Cardinals podcast brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app in America's top rated sportsbook. Bo is live from Mobile, Alabama. Not so sunny today. The Reese's Senior Bowl on tap. I told him we'd keep this show under two hours tonight. So not in the rain, but in all seriousness, my friend, it's popping. Things are happening in Mobile, aren't they? Yeah, they are. We're seeing some uh, really impressive prospects, some some team, uh, some players that the Arizona Cardinals absolutely should have interest in out here in Mobile that would be beyond the first round. And hoping that Monty Awesomefort, Dave Sears, everybody involved in the scouting and, and drafting uh, department are, are going to have a keen eye on these guys. I, I, I liked what I saw for a second straight day. Offensive, defensive line. We're going to have a full breakdown of it. Uh, but we can't get out of our own way. And when I say we, we, I mean the Cardinals. I mean, wake up today to this some news as far as outside of Dan Quinn, the only candidate for the Cardinals that is going to potentially have a second interview with the Cards, according to I Josina w- Anderson. <laughs> yeah, so Josina Anderson, friend of the program, put out this tweet earlier today amplifying the fact that Aaron Glenn – who is a second-tier candidate, not a second-tier, a second-interview candidate with the Colts, which is happening today, by the way, will also do the same with the Arizona Cardinals. This was on Josina's Twitter earlier today. The Cardinals are bringing back Lions defensive coordinator Aaron Glenn. He's expected to get another look for the head job in Arizona, whether formal or informal, per league source. I don't know what the hell that means, formal or informal, Here's what I do know. The, the first interview, I think it was in person. I think he came to Arizona yeah. and met with everybody. So is that are they doubling down on this? Because, again, they just wrapped up their final uh, pre-rec interview this week. I think today with Brian Callahan, they interviewed the three new candidates this week. We were under the impression, God help us, are they done? Turns out they are not done. I did a count this morning after this report came out. This is, I think, their... 13th interview request 13 interview requests either first or second combined and here we are it's february 2nd again we thought we'd get some i don't know clarity tomorrow i have no idea when aaron glenn is coming to interview but like again 
it should not shock people. It's not going to shock us if they're doing interviews next week. The Colts seem no closer to a decision. Michael Bidwell and Monty Austin for Bobrock are on their own time. And while it's frustrating, I guess they're consistent, if anything. Yeah, it was uh, above Ian Rappaport doing an interview on some pads uh, for the Pat McAfee show. He was literally feet below me as I was yeah. in the stands at the Senior Bowl, and I could overhear him talk to McAfee and, uh, about this Cardinals coaching search, and he expects – anticipates that if we don't hear any news in the next 24 hours that this is that that's pointing to that the Arizona Cardinals want to talk to some coordinators from the Super Bowl teams now (laughs) with that being said with that being said when you see that there's already uh, a coordinator in in Shane Stetson from the Philadelphia Eagles that's got a interview set up with the Indianapolis Colts already yeah um, why haven't the Cardinals requested why haven't they uh, locked in an interview then so that, that I'm creating my own conflicting ideas here, but via rap sheet, what he said on Pat McAfee today, but uh, it really is strange. So I think that sign, those are, that's pointing to within the next 24 hours, we have maybe some clarity on which direction they're going to go, what they've can, they've kind of whittled down the candidates to, um, which includes Glenn, which includes, I, I would hope, Brian Flores, the former Dolphins coach, uh, who's in the running for a couple of DC spots or really only one DC spot at this point that's open with the, the Dolphins hiring Vic Fangio, according to Adam Schefter, you got the Minnesota Vikings job open. So um, big, big thank you to everybody in the chat. We love that you guys are join the chat and talk and interact every day. But yeah, I mean, this is, this has been a very strange, you didn't think it could get any stranger than maybe the last couple cycles with this organization, but uh, even without Steve Kime involved, Michael Bidwell and Oz and Monty Osborne, as he said, they're they're going on their own schedule. And can they please work through the weekend? Can we not take Saturday and Sunday off? Like get some shit done this weekend so it doesn't bleed into next week. We're gonna be on radio roll for for Super Bowl week. And I was expecting a coronation for this next head coach and you know, wheeling and dealing and trotting them out there. No, no, no. They could still be interviewing people. They could still be having first interviews with people. And again, my concern is not, well, are they running out of candidates? Clearly they're not. They're literally mm-hmm. talking to everybody in the NFL who's ever had a cup of coffee in the NFL. My concern, Bo, along with I think most of the fan base is, what's your staff going to look like? You're going to mm-hmm. have to pick the corpse of the rest of this hiring cycle to get a competent staff put together. It was the biggest indictment. Steve Wilkes' staff, with all due respect, is one of the worst that we've seen in 20-plus years in the NFL. Yeah. And then you double down with Cliff Kingsbury, who had no NFL contacts, who had to get Steve Kime to put his staff together. So, again, I, you know, if they hire, you know, Aaron Glenn a week from today, that's great. But, like, hey, Aaron, who are you going to get then to turn around and, and commit to Arizona in mid to late February? That's a difficult sell. And I think they're doing them unless they're hedging their bet. They have reassurance from candidates that they're talking to that if they don't get the head job, that you can slide on into a coordinator role. Unless you're doing something like that, this to me, we've gone from I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, do your due diligence, awesome, to we go into next week and they're talking to people for the first time ever, like ever, ever, you've lost credibility with me. That means your search has completely gone off the rails. Yeah, it would, it would have to, it would be like a six round draft pick. It would have to do some heavy lifting to get itself in the good graces, uh, right. do a lot of work 
to to make people believe in in the product that they're attempting to put out there and sell to this fan base. Now, would it be a level up from staying going with the internal option and Vance Joseph? Sure, but when you look at it, it's not much. It's not much and I think w- when we looked at the tiers of coaches that were available, obviously there was, there was the top, right? Your, your Harbaugh's, your, your Peyton's, uh, below that was your, your unknowns, but very impressive candidates and D'Amico Ryan's and Dan Quinn. And, uh, and then and Brian Flores, I think is in that conversation. I and then too. you've got these guys that are uh, a step below that. And I think that yeah. w- with, with the opportunity to be successful head coaches, but you know, with, how the timeline has worked out and like you're saying here the inability to really put together the staff that you want them it to be a true collaboration to help potentially a first year head coach uh it it just doesn't seem feasible right so that that's that's unfortunate that that's going to be a tough sell that's why i'm hoping that after this is all said and done once they get all the interviews done they they track back to Brian Flores as, as the Arizona Cardinals next head coach. But I know that's a polarizing name, but at well, this point you want to go. Is with it Glenn more polarizing than Glenn though? I feel like Glenn, like Flores won games as a head coach. Can I try to, can I try to sell you on him a little bit? I no, mean, I, like, I don't the, dislike <laughs> it. Listen, right. I mean, I if you look I at their last it. couple games, if you look at the stretch where they were hot, right? For sure. They were, the Packer when, game was you, fantastic. You, yeah, the Packer game was fantastic. That was the most recent, right? You, you think about what he was able to do to kind of bottle up Josh Allen and that Buffalo yeah. Bills offense on Thanksgiving. Um, they were uh, uh, just light years ahead of where they were to start the season. They were putrid to start the season. It was an absolute track meet every time, every team that they played. Uh, but, you know, a credit to, to Aaron Glenn and his staff and, and the young players on that defense for developing throughout the season, something, you know, we haven't seen. That's why I think it's, it's a step up from Vance, but at the same time, Agreed. you're going to, you're going to have to do some heavy lifting as far as the actions of what the new staff is going to do throughout getting ready for the 2023 season. But it's yeah. And, and then you've got the Jonathan Jones report or just speculation, you know, they should look at Glenn because of his ties to Kyler Murray. It's like, okay, he knows Murray and his family. There's some history there, but you hope it's different than the history with Cliff Kingsbury. You don't need another enabler, somebody yeah. that's completely in his corner saying, oh, you can do no wrong. Uh, we, you need somebody to challenge Kyler Murray. Is Aaron Glenn going to be the guy that's going to challenge him, but also you know, have his attention the entire time to get back on track? I reached out to a Lions source today just to kind of get a gauge on this because, again, not that I didn't take his interview seriously. That's disrespectful the first time around. But anytime you talk about second interviews with the two remaining teams that are left, especially when the Cardinals are leaking this out that they want to talk to him, it's like, are they are they putting pressure on him? Are the Colts then trying to seal something up today because they did interview with him again today? So it's like, okay, this is real. He's going to have an opportunity to get one of these two jobs potentially. And the general consensus is that he's still growing as a defensive coordinator. This was his first opportunity to coordinate a defense these last couple of years in Detroit. So if you're buying him as a stock that's on the rise based on the end of the year, I can go, I can go behind that. He also coached with Sean Payton in new Orleans, right? 
He's got those ties to Parcell. He's a Parcells guy. Once upon a time, mm-hmm. was drafted by the Dallas Cowboys, and of course, Sean Payton was a was a Bill Parcells guy too. And then we've got some Monty Awesome for ties with it. So, I mean, you can kind of start connecting the dots a little bit. He was he was coordinating that phenomenal secondary with New Orleans. I think from mm-hmm. 2015 to 2020, he played obviously corner in the NFL. Was a first round draft pick. I think he would be able to command the room. But the feedback I got is Dan Campbell is such a big presence that sometimes even Aaron Glenn got kind of lost in the shuffle a little bit. And so this would really be his first time, obviously, being the main guy. Campbell is such a polarizing big figure, literally and figuratively, that Mm -hmm. I think we all kind of forget about Aaron Glenn. So I would be interested to see him commanding the locker room with the likes of, of course, Kyler and company, but somebody like Isaiah Simmons, somebody who maybe didn't take too well to Vance Joseph. So it's not that I'm against it. I mean, anything with all due respect is is better than Vance Joseph at this point. They need a new voice. But I, I'd be lying to you if I if I said I like Aaron Glenn more than I like somebody like Brian Flores, who has had success as a head coach, who's younger. I think his experience is better being a head coach and then working under mm-hmm. Mike Tomlin. But, Bo, I mean, like, I put it out on Twitter. If we don't get notification that they're doing a second interview with Brian Flores here within the four, next, like, 48 hours, I, I'm I'm ready to bail on that ship, regardless of what Jeremy Fowler yeah. and company said to you yesterday. Like, you're bringing back Aaron Glenn for a second interview, but Brian Flores isn't in that group? Then that, I mean, yeah. we're, we're, I'm going to judge you by your actions. Yeah, I, I mean, there, there's conversations about Flores and, you know, who he would have is is – his coaching staff and stuff like that it's it's not going away here right. uh, in mobile but it, it's it's something that i agree it's it, you've been sitting on the pot, pot for a while right i mean right. do something at this point um and i think you're exactly right 24 48 hours uh you're about to be the mecca of the football universe in the next what 72 hours when the, yeah. the super bowl starts coming to arizona you don't want to be the last team standing without a plan that people can kind of see and say, okay, they're waiting for the, the Super Bowl coordinators. Um, because if, if the Colts hire somebody, the only thing that's keeping the Arizona Cardinals from being the laughing stop right now is the Indianapolis Colts. That is one of the big talks of today here at the Senior Bowl was their inexplicable third potential round of interviews. Third, not just, not just their second, their third. And then I'm seeing Alba Breer, one of our listeners, our viewers, was tagged us in a in a story from Breer before we went live here, saying that the Cardinals might not even do a second round for that for the most part. So Matt might be kind of adding some context to Josina Anderson, saying that it might be informal to where they might not do something as okay. Here's the second interview. Uh, maybe they're just uh, like okay, we, we, we're, ta- we, we're digesting. You start to connect the knots with that. I mean you. You got to be feeling pretty good if you're Aaron Glenn. If they're not officially doing a second round and it's informal, informal in the sense that, like, how quickly can you start? Because that yeah. because Aaron Glenn interviewed within the first five days of their search. He interviewed yeah. before Brian Flores. He well, was on who, that who tier said, with yeah, – go ahead. Who just said in the chat that you should bring back Todd Haley? I mean, that's my thought, too, with, with a guy like Aaron Glenn. Now, I'm not seriously thinking Todd Haley should come back as the offensive coordinator. Yeah, it was Bucky Porter, but – um, I think that you need if you're going to go with somebody like Glenn, where he's he's just a couple of years removed from being a position coach uh, and, and not a so so successful defensive coordinator, uh, you're going to need a very experienced offensive coordinator, in my opinion. Like yeah. where if you got Flores, I think you could 
really kind of go with a younger, inexperienced guy on the offensive side of the football and you would get the leadership and, and the direction from a head coach that's done it before, who's won double-digit games and been right there on the outside looking in of, of a playoff run. Um, if, if you get a guy like Flores, I think you can be a little bit more creative with who you have as your, your offensive play caller. But Glenn, I think you would have to look at somebody uh, that's done it, maybe like a, a Greg Roman or, or somebody that's that's been around uh, a long time. And and, hope, and unfortunately, it's kind of sets up the same situation as you had in the previous regime where it's like you got a head coach of the defense, you got a head coach of the offense. I don't think anybody wants that too. It's too similar. To, it, I just get too similar VJ vibes from Aaron Glenn. And, and it's no coincidence that their defenses perform just as poorly this season. Uh, so I didn't know this, saw this on the internets. Uh, Aaron Glenn played from the te- with the Texans 2002, 2004. Austin Fort was a pro personnel intern for the Texans and a college scout for them, uh, pro and college scout for them in, in 2004. And where so did the both... GM just come from? Detroit. Uh, Detroit. And also was in Houston, I think around yeah. the same time as well. Yeah, I I would say there's some momentum to this. If you got it on DraftKings, God bless you all. Um, let's t- let's touch base on the Vance Joseph piece because there were some interesting comments made by Mike Silver, you know, reporter for Bally Sports, very tapped in with San Francisco as they look for their new defensive coordinator. I got inconsistent messages before the show that maybe they went internal, promoted their defensive line coach, but there was talk that they would want to look at Vance Joseph if the Cardinals relieved him from their contract. And that's not the big piece because whatever you bring Vance Joe Joseph in, you know, I'm happy for Vance. He gets another DC job, but Mike Silver was adamant, right? (laughs) Silver was adamant that Vance Joseph had his staff ready to go specifically an offensive coordinator. Like he Vance is sitting around, not twiddling his thumbs. He's put together a staff and that just, that has to scare the shit out of you. If you're a Cardinal fan, If, if, if you've gotten to this point and Vance Joseph here on February 2nd, thinks there's a legitimate shot that he's going to get this job and he's putting a staff together, That that's concerning to me, especially when he was the first person you talked to. That was over two weeks ago. Now, yeah. Aaron Glenn was also in that time frame. So if Vance Joseph, if it comes out that they're going to do another informal or formal interview with Vance, then, then we're going to be sweating it out for a few days. I'm going to be yeah. honest with you. I don't even want to be wooed by hearing, hearing who his – staff would be i I don't even want to like entertain that i think producer shane's on it i think he's going to do special teams for him (laughs) he's he's a he's an up-and-comer he's a rising star as far as the uh the coordinator ranks go and and his team i would expect they would be uh if not you know the same status quo or better than jeff rogers crew that was very impressive Uh, this is uh, new as of earlier today. Shane Stetchen is scheduled to have his second head coaching interview with the Colts on Saturday. So the Colts are not making a decision within the next 72 hours. The, Col- the Colts are determined to take this into next week as well. So if you're the Cardinals, like, are but, you, you have a sense of urgency but to my now? Point is like, but to my point, like, if you're not, if you're waiting to, that's a Super Bowl coordinator. Why, are, why isn't he on your schedule? So it, it would seem like, yeah. I mean, maybe not interested. Maybe you're trying to get Gannon. Is Gannon not available? Is he is he just focusing solely on the big game? I mean, that that's possible. But and and the uh, the video of Gannon 
uh, saying we're gonna we're gonna gut the Niners. Uh, what, what was the video we were tagged? Was in it today? about the Niners or was it about KC? We're gonna gut those MFs. No, it was bef- that was before the, the nice. Niners victory. Now, so. now, now yeah. I want them even more. <laughs> now you want them even more. So, but what's what is the holdup if they really want to talk to Gannon? Who, you know, Benjamin Albright told us a couple weeks ago that this that was gonna be somebody that they were gonna interview. So, and he also said they're not hiring Aaron Glenn. Yeah. Yeah, he was adamant about that. I I would say though, the, at the speed in which they didn't even have their interview done with Brian Callahan, and they got they got word out to the media to Josina that they want to talk to Aaron Glenn again. I, I would say, especially if the Colts are going to continue to drag their feet, the Cardinals are showing their hand a little bit because if there's some rumblings that the Cardinals expedited a second interview with Dan Quinn. Because they were zeroing in to make him the head coach. Now I don't believe that, but they were interested. And so well, you bring back you bring back Aaron Glenn here real quick yeah. after these three interviews this week. I that that could but that Bre- could Breer be playing Breer, your hand there. I think Breer validated what we were speculating today, uh, saying that the Quinn thing was it was it was a fire drill interview on Zoom for an hour right. before his Cowboys took on the Niners a couple weeks ago. And uh, they wanted to spend more time with them. Now, whether or not, you know, he was in Arizona, it was it was one of those where it seemed like it was a match. And then the next day he was telling uh, all of the reporters that he was sticking around in Dallas. He, he wanted to yep. stay there. It was unfinished business. Well, I want to talk to Bo about his interview with Tony Pauline with regards to Kyler Murray. But first, I want to tell everybody here about Underdog Fantasy. It does daily fantasy Differently, I know you guys have heard about Underdog Fantasy. Well, let me give you the skinny as to why. It is your premier daily fantasy sports app. You can draft your team against five of your friends. The highest scoring squad for the night wins that cold, hard cash. we got Super Bowl 57 just around the corner. If you don't want to wait for the big game and you want to get some licks in on Underdog Fantasy ahead of the time, go and draft six NBA players right now. No positional limits. Mikkel Bridges, Cam Johnson, little action right uh, Devin Booker coming back, I think next week, maybe is he going to hit the higher in points is Deandre Ayton going to hit the higher in rebounds, do all of it and more on the underdog fantasy app. If you're like me, I'm pivoting off year long fantasy. I'm going exclusive to daily fantasy. Why am I doing that? Cause it's so easy to get started. All you got to do, go to underdogfantasy.com, download the app, sign up with promo code PHNX. Get this underdog fantasy is going to double your first deposit up to one hundred dollars it's gonna match it so you put in a hundy boom you get a free hundy to bet with to gamble with to wager with on underdog fantasy again you're ready to get off the rigors of year-long fantasy you don't want the commitment underdog fantasy is ready to play and play with you on your time on your schedule underdog fantasy bow get in on the action today Love it. Love underdog. What, what are we talking about? Four peaks in their glorious beer. That's you could use a, you should use a uh, four peaks right now. I could use about six of them right now, whether it's a kill lifter or a joy wheat bus. Wow. Or, you know, there's sun brew, which was one of their old staples Four peaks. Yeah. It was unreal to have a nice or a couple before we got on the plane there in, in, in uh, terminal four there at sky Harbor. But, if you're looking for a place to maybe watch the Senior Bowl over the weekend, no place is better than Four Peaks to, to take in a sporting event. So check it out. Get a beer on tap. Get your Check out their barrel-aged beers as well. They're so smooth. They've got a whole collection yeah. of barrels that they're aging beer in 
Yeah. It's just so, so fantastic. And then their menu is deep. I mean, Italian beef, beer bread, you've got all the appetizers you want, chicken rolls, and then desserts as well. You can get yourself a float, but with one of the Four Peaks beers there, it's, it's unbelievable. Check them out, fourpeaks.com, or just take the family, meet some friends, watch the game at Four Peaks, 8th Street in Tempe. We love Four Peaks. It's a staple of Phoenix and Tempe, and uh, check them out if you haven't already. I'd love to buy a beer for the next head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. I don't know who that's going to be, so I guess I'll just buy two for me from Four Peaks. Um, so there's word on the Twitter streets, Bo Brock, that Kyler Murray is a deterrent yes. for this coaching search to get quality candidates, and that's why the Cardinals have sucked for so long. It's Kyler Murray's fault, right, that they're always yeah. last in these coaching searches. Oh, wait, this is the first time they've had – Kyler Murray during one of these coaching searches. Cliff Kingsbury, Steve Wilkes, Bruce Arians, all of these interview cycles have taken place before K1. So, Bo, you got down to brass tacks today with the guy, the reporter that put out the initial report based on what he was hearing. Yeah, Tony Pauline is one of the more plugged in draft experts you can find. Uh, works for Pro Football Network these days, and that's where the report came. And it basically was saying that what he's hearing here in Mobile is that Kyler Murray is a huge deterrent as far as the Arizona Cardinals coaching vacancy. Had a chance to check up, uh, talk with Tony here in the stands in Mobile, and this is what he had to say. Your Arizona Cardinal fans just wanted to wake up and have a decent day, but if they opened up Twitter, they saw Tony Pauline's report from the Senior Bowl Pro Football Network about Kyler Murray. Tony, what can you tell me more about the Arizona Cardinals head coaching search kind of being derailed by their franchise quarterback? Well, you, you know, when you, you hire a new coach and even a new general manager, they want their own players. They want to bring their own guys in, especially the quarterback. Now, uh, Arizona signed Ky- Kyler Murray to a five-year extension through 2028. So if you take that head coaching job and the GM job at Arizona, you are basically tied at the hip yeah. to Kyler Murray. You're not going to have you know many options because of the money that it, that goes with his contract and, and the cap hit. And there's also a bit of peop- a few people who really don't want to work for Bid- uh, Bidwell. Let's be honest about that. So it's kind of a double whammy, which I think is why desired candidates are saying thanks but no thanks. They just feel more. They just feel more comfortable. They just feel more comfortable in their coordinator position. And there's no allure of it being one of 32, and maybe the potential to be the guy that turns Kyler Murray around, gets him back to where he was maybe for the first three seasons. See, I mean, I think that's alluring. And what happens with coaches is coaches are often retreaded. You know, coaches get fired, they're hired, but not general managers. So if a general manager takes that job and he can't get that turn that franchise around, and then he loses that job he's not going to get another general manager job. Well, that has been the history in the NFL. So I think there's a lot of hesitancy in both issues. Now, it kind of feels like a full reset as far as this coaching job goes. I know you're here covering, you know, obviously NFL draft season is in full effect, but where do you see this thing going next as far as the Arizona Cardinals search for a head coach? If I was a betting man, and I'm not, uh, you know, I, I think it probably in the end maybe Brian Flores gets a job. I mean, that's that's the way it's looking. That's the way it seems to be headed. I, it may be a good fit for Kyler Murray as well. And, you know, I mean, he showed some good things. He showed some talent. They weren't – they were a good team not too long ago. Right. So, you know, I think that if I was a betting man, like I said, that's what I would look at. That's where Cardinals third overall pick, plus they've got some pretty decent draft capital for Monty Awesome for it, given his track record with his previous franchises that he worked for. Where do you see the Cardinals going maybe third and then beyond from what you've seen too, some prospects out here in Mobile? Well, I, I think – 
where they go third depends on what Chicago does, number one. I think Chicago right now is going to take Jalen Carter. I think the Cardinals will be in perfect position to take Will Anderson, replace J.J. Watt. Will Anderson did not have the year he was expected to have, but he still had a great year. Yeah. I mean, you look at the numbers. It's just that before the season, he was talked about as a Heisman candidate yeah. and things like that. And uh, it, those wonderful things, which never worked out. As far as what happens after that, depends on who the coach is. I mean, if they hire a defensive coach, that's probably the way they go. Some offensive linemen may be nice as well, but I, I think it depends on who they hire as a coach. Incredible insight here from the Senior Bowl. Make sure you're following Tony Pauline. All your draft coverage you want leading up to the draft coming up this spring. Uh, Tony Pauline, Pro Football Network, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Great stuff, Mr. Bobrock. Great stuff for Mr. Tony Pauline. Uh, Tony Pauline, once upon a time, um, came on an old podcast I used to do and predicted Zayvon Collins to the Cardinals two months in advance. Um, oh, so he knows his shit. Uh, he's plugged in. He also loves Led Zeppelin, so I love him. Um, I'm a I'm gonna poke one or two holes in what he said, Bo, because I, I I I believe I yeah I believe that's what he's hearing. Um, and based on his rationale, I, I would have thought that maybe getting a GM would have been harder than getting a head coach. Um, I don't think any of these coaches are tied to Kyler Murray after two years because I think I think Michael Bidwell will give the next GM and head coach the benefit of the doubt more than Kyler Murray. And I think Kyler Murray is going to be expected to, to fall in line with everybody else, right? You can't make the same growing mistakes, growing pains that you had with the old regime. Kyle and Cliff were basically the fall guys because they deserve to be. But now Kyler has to be eye to eye with the new regime. And that's up to Kyler. But what's not up to Kyler is Kyler was a perennial winner at every level before he came to the Cardinals. So I think it's naive to say, well, Kyler Murray, you were the winningest player in high school football, Texas high school football history. You went and won a Heisman at Oklahoma, took your team almost to the national championship, almost beat Alabama, right, with he and CeeDee Lamb. Then you came to the Cardinals, and it's it's all your fault. It's not the Cardinals who've had the longest championship drought in all of pro sports. No, 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 Kyler, you're the problem. You're you're the reason why no one wants to come work here. And I'm glad he mixed in a little bit well because Bidwell's not without his faults. I think everybody should take blame in how last season went. Michael Bidwell, Kyler Murray, Steve Kime, Cliff Kingsbury. But the two assets that you, you can't move off of, Kyler because of his contract, and I don't think you want to, and then Michael because he owns the team, are remaining. The reason that Kime and, and, and Cliff aren't here anymore is because you, you can move off of them. You can just eat their contracts and go out and find better people. So it's just Kyler has become an easy target. It's a little gross 30 days after he tears his ACL and people are just trying to connect the dots blindly that no coach must be Kyler's fault. And unfortunately, I think that's going to be something that hovers over this franchise until Kyler Murray and the new head coach are in sync and winning games. And you could say, well, that's Kyler Murray's fault, but I, I don't know. I'm I'm not and Kyler Murray's got his his flaws, Bo, but putting everything on him, I think that's that's a little gross. I think that's silly. I think when you've got the these opportunities don't come the way it, I know you see a full just kind of uh candidate pool of guys that, that are looking for jobs and have good jobs, but at the same token it's not a head coaching gig. It, it, it right. there's no way that there's anybody that says, Hey, would you like to be the next head coach of the Arizona Cardinals and say, nah, I don't think so. Kyler Murray yelled at Cliff Kingsbury on the sideline once. So that's just too much for me to handle. I, I'm cool. I'm going to take, I'm not going to make as much as a head coach. I'm cool with making half that much being a coordinator. And I might not get another chance or opportunity to be a head coach, but I'm going to roll the dice because 
yeah, Kyler just rubs me the wrong way because of his playing style and that he's making too much money. It's just, I, I don't buy that at all. I, I mean, I, you, you can hear that probably from a bunch of scouts who are surly, uh, maybe a little, uh, you could call them curmudgeons out here. They, they're on the road. They, they don't like it too often. And they don't like guys who have maybe a, a bit of a, a an ego. And, you know, Monty Osmoport said that this is going to be egoless franchise. And there's going to be challenges, obviously, with Kyler Murray. But is the main deterrent for a head coach coming to Arizona? Uh, I would say that he would be more of what you already have and what would make it enticing more so than it would be a deterrent. I would think the only disappointing aspect with Kyler is that he's not available at the start of next year. Right. And so, like, if I'm a head coach, like, oh, that sucks. My first year, I got to roll with a backup for a month or two months or whatever it is. I And and. And if that's the case, then Michael Bidwell says, here's a six-year contract. Here's a five-year contract. You get this all the support that you need. Don't worry about it. We're going to get it right. Bail water until K-1 comes back, and we can rock and roll. And that's a, that's a quick remedy for Michael Bidwell. Thank you, Jason, for the $1.99 Super Chat, my guy. Who do you all have as the next head coach? Well, it's interesting because Tony, yeah. Tony said he – Brian Flores. But again, mm-hmm. I feel like everybody we talked to – you talked to, Bo, Jeremy Fowler – Brian Flores, right? Benjamin Albright, mm-hmm. Brian Flores. Where's Brian Flores' second interview? I would say that I, I don't think it's a slam dunk by any means. No, not no. And, and Breer was saying Callahan yesterday, and that was kind of the first one to kind of uh, get mm-hmm. away from, from Brian Flores. But it was also, hey, we're Just, looking at a re- full reset of, of candidates. So okay. what were you saying, Johnny? No, that that almost felt when Albert said that to you that it was almost just like, well, I think he'd be a good fit with Kyler. Yeah. In the interviews this week, whereas there, I mean, there are people who've been adamant, Flores, 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 since they did an interview with him. And I think the longer this goes until we get a report that they're going to do a second interview, that it's not Brian Flores. I, I Aaron Glenn coming in for another interview before Brian Flores. Does not bode well, newsflash, for, for Brian Flores. I'm Captain Obvious, Mr. Captain Obvious here. But, I mean, it's recency it's, bias. That's why we all thought right. these candidates this week were in the in the running. I think there was the canary in the coal mine with Benjamin Albright kind of changing his stance on Sean Payton being the Broncos coach on Monday morning. But it was also there with them adding, you know, uh, interviews to the docket the rest of the week, right? And then I think we got another one here with Aaron Glenn for Brian Flores. Uh, I mean, what's the point that you want to kind of go over and dig deeper Aaron Glenn to see if he's a better option than Flores? I mean, at at what point do you just feel like what, you know, are the red flags the same as people have already about Flores? Is he not bought in on Kyler Murray? Is that the issue? Um, you feel like, hey, we need a guy who's going to be the best to to make this work with with Kyler because, yeah, you can't get off get him out from under that contract in the short term. So we want somebody that's going to give this the best thing from the jump for Kyler Murray. We don't need somebody who, but by, by you know, the second week that he's not injured or he's come back from his knee injury, and, and, he, and that relationship soured already, just like it did in Miami. Uh, is that what we're working with here? Is, is that why? We are at this point in the process. Yeah, I like your mindset of, well, maybe they, they're convinced somebody has to come in and beat Brian Flores for this job. And so they're vetting all the people in their top tier to see one more time. I would imagine that 
Brian and Monty have a, the kind of relationship. Hopefully they text and talk often. We don't know that definitively, but you know, the Kyler Murray comments from Tony, it's interesting. It's also interesting. He thinks the Chicago bears are going to take Jalen Carter first overall, if they do not trade the pick. And that is consistent with what the folks at DraftKings think. I talked about this, the odds today with our guy, Sean DePaz on PHNX bats. Jalen Carter has higher odds, significantly higher odds to go first overall. Will Anderson's at plus 750. Jalen Carter is at plus 550. And then you've got the three quarterbacks in the mix, Bryce Young being the favorite. You can't even get plus money. That would, of course, include a trade now that the Bears are committing to Justin Fields. So, I mean, what do you what do you make of that? Do you, do you think there's legitimacy to the Chicago taking Jalen? Because I, I feel like at the end of the day, the better player, regardless of position, is Will Anderson. I think it's what kind of who you look at towards rebuilding, you know, the front seven, right? As far as you, you got the 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 linebackers and Zayvon Collins and, and what Isaiah Simmons, your star backer, that is playing more on the back end. But when you when you look to rebuild your front seven, it's going to have JJ Watt leave and then potentially Zach Allen via free agency. Um, you need to add some some guys on that front seven. And I, I think Will Anderson, and when you look at where the Arizona Cardinals fell short last year, uh, one of the least productive teams from the edge, when you yeah. get a guy that you can immediately put there and you've seen what, you know, San Francisco has been able to do without having, you know, the DeForest Buckner there in the mi- middle of it uh, yeah. and, and still get the, uh, just what he contributes on a week-to-week basis when he's healthy. I think that that's the dream that you would get with Anderson. But then you think on the other side, like, can you get an Adama suit type? Can you get it? I don't think Aaron Donald people actually are going to do the disservice by comping him to that. But do you want that big disruptive uh, tackle, a guy that's going to be in there? I think people want, you know, it, it comes with a little bit of fun and, and a guy that can play off the edge with Will Anderson and, and the guy that was at the beginning to have more of a, a higher prospect. I like this comment from our guy Jalen Blair in the chat. The key to Eberflus's defense in Chicago is that three technique. He needs an elite player at that spot. That's why they traded for DeForest Buckner when he was in Indy. And you're right. And they did, they never had that true uh, three, four outside linebacker in Indy that was like the ass kicker, right? And then shit, Matt Eberflus shipped Khalil Mack out of town. So maybe they do value the three technique more. Uh, I'll I'll let the Chicago Bears and the Houston Texans drop Will Anderson right into the Arizona Cardinals lap. Uh, I want to put a bow on this and talk a little bit more on the head coaching search, but I want to tell everybody first about Chi Town Cornholes, aka Bags. They're supplying premium cornhole sets across the country and to military bases deployments throughout the world since 2007. We're ready for cornhole season here in the valleys. The weather starts to heat up. I cannot wait. Their signature box style cannot be. Uh, beat it's digitally printed covered in vinyl stained painted what have you it's got beer holders it's got uh, drink holders it has light up lights on it leds handles to carry them around take them to tailgates if you want to tailgate next fall you want to tailgate with shy town cornholes they are so so above the rest they are veteran owned and operated and if you're a veteran get this you get a 10 percent discount um active duty, a past veteran, whatever, they got you covered. And and even better, they can ship anywhere and they can offer expedited shipping options. You got a, you know, a holiday coming up, you got a birthday, you want to take care of somebody, they're going to take care of you. Um, they also specialize in corporate designs. If your company wants to get one, marketing, social events, 
weddings, barbecues. We've got Super Bowl parties right around the corner. They've got you covered. Don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram, Chi-Town Custom Cornhole Boards, or check them out on their website at ChiTownCornhole.com. And the only thing better than pairing Chi-Town Cornhole is with our friends at OG's Bow. And uh, I think you could use some OG's tonight. Uh, putting the senior bowl to bed as you get to come back to Arizona, but you, you and Shane have been working your butts off, man. You, you deserve some OGs. Yeah. We'd like to uh, celebrate a job well done out here in mobile. Maybe it was uh, went with their fantastic gummies. And, and then at the end of the night, get some nice rest for a flight back home out of New Orleans, back to the great state of Arizona and, and do some great coverage from radio road next week uh, as the Arizona, as the Super Bowl comes to town. But People are going to find out once they get into town that OG's Arizona's Cannabis Kitchen is the place to find your gummies. You can find one for any occasion. You're looking for the ratio. They got the new strawberries and cream flavor out there. They got a yeah. whole group of tropical flavors that you can't go wrong with. And then, as we mentioned, that sleep time gummy, aquaberry flavor. Can't go wrong with that. Orange cream sickle, one of their uh, staples as well. You want to learn more about OG's? Yeah, do it for yourself. Go to ogsbrands.com. That's O-G-E-E-Z brands.com. Follow them on Instagram, and you can find them in your local dispensary. Find all of their great products. Just check them out, your local dispensary, OG's Brands. Got to be 21 and older. Bo's got to be 21 and older to answer this question because it is serious. It's serious, and um, I'm going to put you on this. I am very serious. It's been a serious (laughs) couple of weeks here if you followed the show. First of all, God bless you. we got almost 400 people in the chat like this video subscribe uh jason Crowell, i see your super chat let me ask bo this quick question first bo two twofold do the arizona cardinals have a new head coach announced not leaked but announced by monday and then secondly who is that person who is that head coach (laughs) (laughs) how many times have i asked you this over the last month put me on the spot and like nothing tells me anything's getting done anytime soon i mean it's gonna take Something breaking, something broke by Ian Rappaport or Josina Anderson, people who have been uh, breaking news as far as this opening. But there's been nothing concrete, nothing to tell me that by Monday that they're going to have anything uh, that's going to have us feeling pretty good or, or confident that that's going to be the next head coach. So I'm, I'm going to say no, even though I think it would be a good uh, just opportunity to, to show off the next phase of your franchise. But they, like you said, at the very big jump for, uh, from the show was that they are on their own schedule. And if they want to talk to uh, John Gannon, they're going to make sure that they talk to John Gannon, uh, whether it's before he is the defensive coordinator in the Super Bowl for the Eagles or after. Uh, pour one out a week ago this time last week. Uh, Sean Payton was meeting with the Cardinals for seven plus hours. And that uh, time together ended up being a wet fart in the wind. Uh, pour- <laughs> Four went out for our hopes and our dreams. Go back to the hotel room and just watch that eight seconds of Sean and, Stop. and Michael Don't do that walking out to the car and, and him basically saying, yeah, would you take me to the airport? And I will fly out of your lives forever. We didn't know it was going to happen at that point that that was the Thanks. deal. But that's what Thanks, for the free, thanks for the free steak. Got some yeah. swag for the family, right? Uh, Jason Krell, dollar ninety nine super chat. Would you trade down for a hall of picks? Only from three to four, my friend. Uh, I'm not moving past four. I got to guarantee myself Will Anderson or or Jalen Carter. Um, we talked about it on yesterday's show. I'm not trading down to seven or eight and taking some, with all due respect, ACC pass rusher. 
Give me an SEC ass kicker. I, I don't care if is you're, that a, you're is you're, that a direct shot at Miles Murphy? Uh, it's a direct shot at ACC players in general. I, I mean, okay. we Cardinals have drafted enough ACC players. With all due respect, to Isaiah Simmons. There's a big difference. We talked about it between Chase Young, who went second in that draft, and Isaiah Simmons, who went eight. Derek Brooks or uh, Derek Brown, who went seven. I know he played at Auburn, but there's a drop off in talent when you trade down. What if what car- if you're not looking at the defensive side? What if you're looking at Peter Skaronsky from Northwestern, the top tackle why, in the draft? Why am what, I not looking you, at a defensive side? What? A, I, I mean, you can. There, there are some ass kickers out there. I mean, it's not some uh, as close why? to a sure thing as these other two. I, I just don't want you to get like. Oh, you mean I, why am I not looking on the defensive side when I trade down? Like, why am I not look, looking at offense? Yeah, yeah. I like I the Cardinals' think, tackles. Josh Jones and DJ Humphrey? Yeah, I like them. Okay. You like them. <laughs> okay. You don't want a franchise tackle. I want you Will like one of those. And, I, and we're going to have a... Yeah, I can tell right now we're going to have a problem over these next two months. <laughs> In mid-March, when they finally hire their coach, we can start, like finally start talking about draft stuff. Uh, I like all of you. Uh, go to gophnx.com, become a diehard, get 20% off all PHNX gear, including this hat, this fresh tee. Get a free hat and or T-shirt when you become a diehard. Every single year you're a diehard, you get a free piece of merch. Check out our guy Howard. Balls are cranking out articles on the reg, 90% of the content at gophnx.com. It's full free. Anytime you read Howard, do us a solid. Slam that promo code Howard, H-O-W-A-R-D. I'm going to answer the question I asked, Bo. I think the Cardinals have a new head coach by this Ooh. weekend, and I think it's Aaron Glenn. I think they're going to – I think oh. they're zeroing in on Aaron Glenn because why Why would you try to sidestep the, the Colts and crazy man – and try to get Aaron Glenn back in your building if you're not trying to seal the deal. We are in the middle of February, Cardinals. Pick a lane. Pick a coach. I can't believe, I can't believe they proved me wrong on that. Remember when I said a couple of days ago, at least you're not playing in the same sandbox as the Colts for a head coach. And now Michael Benwell said, well, actually, <laughs> we're competing with a guy who coordinated statistically the worst defense in the NFL. And we didn't even get to talk about that. I, I'm not going to judge him too harshly. In Detroit, they, they're, they're stop- like it's, a, it's a done deal. I mean, I I hope you're wrong. I really do. I don't like you to be wrong often on this show. You do. Uh, you root for me to fail all the time. No, I, do not. I, I just hope you're wrong on this. Um, and that they're, if it, it's not Glenn, that they're continuing the search. Uh, I'd like it to be Flores if it's, if it's somebody Correct. that they talked to already. I mean, I'm just, I'm ready for it to happen. Not me. I wish this would go on forever. Just like I wish the show would go on forever. Producer Shane's texting me. Can't feel his hands, but I can feel my heart. And it's very heavy for all of you here in the chat. Again, like and subscribe. Leave us a five star wherever you get your podcast. Let's get these two he gentlemen wants me back. To break down all the people we watch today, all the prospects. Well, you wouldn't even get into that. You don't. You don't want to hear. You told me we got to do a forty-five minute show because you guys are freezing. You want to go with some prospect stuff? Our, our guy, uh, John Michael Jingleheimer Schmitz, looked pretty good today. Again, the center out of Minnesota. We got video? That. Uh, you can, we're going to have a 60-second breakdown of what we witnessed today, more focusing on the defensive side of football. Uh, like what we saw, we did talk to Cody Mock. That will probably make its way to YouTube, the North Ooh. Dakota uh, interior offensive lineman. Uh, his thoughts on potentially calling the He's death a wagon. at some point. He is a wagon. He's got some long orange hair. And he's missing his two front teeth. He's got the he's got the smile of a jack o' lantern. 
KJ Henry. Liked what I saw from the uh, Clemson edge. Shane hates me right now. Uh, and then also some playmakers. Uh, I saw some playmakers out there. A guy that you like, Johnny, Raji Rice out of uh, SMU. Very talented route runner, uh, wide receiver. And He's then, good. Um, yeah. And, I mean, we saw a lot of great plays on, on the offensive side of the football uh, this week. And, and then as far as other playmakers out there, people have been talking about the running back from, from Tulane. Um, the Tajay Spears, it's, it's, it's pretty exciting, but I don't think the Arizona Cardinals, depending on what they do, who, who, what type of play caller they get, is, is that anything that you entertain before like round five or six, you know? Isn't it funny? Before this Aaron Glenn piece came out this morning, I was ready to do the show today, and I thought we would be on head coaching watch because they would have interviewed again everybody on their schedule. We would have been right back in the same spot we were a week ago. But now that this Aaron Glenn thing is hanging over this team, we don't know when this interview's happening. It could happen tomorrow. It could happen on Monday. So they're on their own. T- yeah. Make What's informal mean? Could they could they Zoom tonight? Yeah, maybe. Or just sit down on, uh, at Steak 44 and have a nice dinner. I I don't know. I mean, I think I want every. That I want everybody like to pray the for the NFL says is, is a formal interview. Pray for Bo Brock that he is able to get back safely to the desert before they announce this so he can do the show with me and he can go to the press conference. He's worked too hard. My friend, my colleague, my co-host has worked too hard on the grind, getting the insight for them to break this news while he's on an airplane tomorrow. Um, I don't know if Bo's going to be on the show tomorrow. I'll be on it. We'll see. We can wrangle up some guests, some good fun. I finally had it. I finally had it. That's why I'm not going to be on the show because I'm traveling back to the desert. Some PHNX personalities. We're on Cardinal Watch. It used to be called Sean Paint Watch, but that's dead and buried. We will never talk about it again. But talk about us wherever you share podcasts, like, and subscribe. Again, leave us a five-star. Uh, we appreciate all of you. Again, we just had our best month to date. PHNX, PHNX Cardinals is on in the offseason, and it's because of each and every one of you. For Bo Brock, live in Mobile, Alabama, at the Reese's Senior Bowl, I'm Johnny Venerable. We will see you tomorrow, Football Friday.